Scott with SJ Wildfire. I want to do a kind of a twofold podcast that basically talks about the how the digital vaccine passports leveraging blockchain also could be a footprint for the new digital central bank currencies that's going to hijack cryptocurrencies and the ultimate result will be pure enslavement. So let's get into it. So when I was waking up, on the one world government and, and became a Christian. I ran into this video that Alex Jones did with Aaron Russo and Aaron Russo was a successful businessman. I think he was a mayor of a major city and he was hanging out with a Rockefeller who invited him to become a CFR member. And for those of you who don't know CFR, you know, they're probably a lower level think tank of one world government type people that really influence policy. If you can recall, uh, Hillary Clinton said, I'm going to walk over and get my, my marching orders from this CFR if I become president. So pretty powerful group that's controlled by somebody that's much, much higher than them. And the cliff notes of this video, we're going to, we're going to jump into it, is one world government, and they want to put an RFID chip in you. And if you're not a good person in terms of what they want, they'll shut it off and you won't be able to buy or sell anything. Basically, the, um, the mark of the beast technologies what their their goal is but let's listen to aaron here one part of it now they're trying to do it in america with the north american union right and they want to create a new currency called the amero right and uh the whole the whole agenda is to create a one world government where everybody has an R an rfid chip implanted in them all money is to be um in those chips Right, there'll be no more cash. And this is giving me straight from Rockefeller himself. This is what they want to accomplish. And all money will be in your chips. And so any so instead of having cash, anytime you have money in your in your in your chip, they can take out whatever they want to take out whenever they want to. If they say you owe us this much money in taxes, they just deduct it out of your chip digitally. Total control. Total control. And if you're like me or you, and you're protesting what they're doing, they can just turn off your chip. And you have nothing. <laughs> you can just turn off your chip. Enslavement. Mark of the beast. Cannot buy or sell unless you take the mark. So what gets interesting, so, you know, I think the RFID technology is so far more advanced now. Um, but it just shows where their strategy and mindset is. Now we're getting into blockchain and cryptocurrency. So blockchain is the backbone of why cryptocurrency can exist and many other business transactions or transactions as well. So I've been researching this last three, four years and let's just read what, what is blockchain? Because ultimately what you're gonna see are currencies controlled by the central banks on this blockchain, not the cool cryptos that they're gonna, that are anti kind of uh, the Federal Reserve banks or the central banks and these digital vaccine passports as well. So let's read. A blockchain is a digital record of transactions. The name comes from a structure in which individual records called blocks are linked together in a single list called a chain. Blockchains are used for recording transactions made from cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and have many other applications. Very, very disruptive technology in, in a good way, I think, as well. It takes a lot of waste out. Each transaction added to a blockchain is validated by multiple computers on the internet. These systems, which are configured to monitor specific types of blockchain transactions, form a peer-to-peer -peer network. They work together to ensure each transaction is valid before it is added to the blockchain. 
you know, it almost sounds like common law contracts. This decentralized network of computers ensures a single system cannot add invalid blocks to the chain. So I love the decentralization part. And, you know, I think, I think it's pretty, pretty interesting technology. But whenever there's something that's good, you know, and the word chain is a little creepy of like, you know, like cell phone, you're in your cell and chain, are you chaining yourself up? Um, you know, how can it be used for nefarious purposes? And, and I think here's one of them. This was an article that just recently came up. And if we think this co this vaccine passport is new, this has been planned for years. There, I heard an interview seven, eight years ago of somebody whistleblowing on this. This was the plan to make sure that you had a verification that you had a vaccine and you, you couldn't travel. So it looks like the UK government backdoored some legislation and they are looking to do and test a vaccine passport on a blockchain that is visible by them. And they're, they're going to start testing it. And when they say they're going to start testing it, they probably have perfected it. So I want to throw in two dreams. I, I was praying on the crypto space and I had a dream actually of a chain going around a, like a dark box and strangling the people. And I think there's some solutions in the end, some privacy coins like Monero that we can talk about a little bit later. So I'm not 100% against it. But if this thing gets hijacked and taken over, then I think a good thing is going to turn south. And then the other dream I had was it, there was a roadblock. This was before COVID. And I'm not 100% sure if this is about COVID, but I think it it's leaning that way. And the person that I had to give my papers to was in this thick, rubbery, black suit. And my sense was it was bulletproof. And you weren't getting through that. Didn't matter you know, how much technology you had as a citizen. This is a roadblock with force. And you either complied or you're probably going to the gulag. And I, whatever it was, I mean, I, I had to show paperwork to get through it. So my sense is you need to be in a place if you can to be able to, to survive what's coming. So going back to crypto, you know, the interesting part, when you look at the central banks and federal reserve banks, you know, the federal reserve, the big joke is it's not federal and it has no reserves. Years ago, there was a big movement audit the Fed, right? The Fed or Reserve Bank has never been audited. And I highly recommend you go to my Telegram account. I put the Money Masters, the History of Money video series. It's between three and five hours. There's a couple versions of them. But at the end of the day, you know, our government buys on, brings in this currency that has a principal debt and interest. And a lot of presidents that have fought this have, or printed um, debt-free money, right? They just printed money from the treasury have been killed, like the greenback from Lincoln and Kennedy and even nefarious dictators, evil um, people in history like Hitler. My understanding is he kicked out or printed his version of the greenback that got Germany producing his war machine um, and made people prosperous because he controlled the money supply and the circulation money was dialed in and it was debt-free. And it was, it pissed off a lot of the leaders around the world, but you know, he was pretty much, I guess, a hero when the Treaty of Versailles pretty much 
put a stranglehold on the people and he got out of it. You know, I don't know if it, he was allowed to do this or what, or if he was, but it was just interesting, right? It, there's no reason for our reserve note to lose you know, just a ton of its value over, over the course of time. But I highly recommend you educate yourself on this. And that's, that's the good news of Bitcoin. But the problem is governments are going after Bitcoin and all these different currencies. It, it's the enemy. So I, I just get their sense they're going to they're gonna hijack it. And so we're going to play a video of Catherine Austin Fitz, where she thinks Chris, crypt, cryptocurrency will be hijacked by these central bankers and they'll, they'll set up a digital wallet. Everything will be tracked on the blockchain through the vaccine passport, right? Bear with me here. And she calls it credit at the company store. And so th this, uh, this interview, we're going to play a little bit of it because I think it is very powerful. And I highly recommend you, you go and watch the full thing. But let's watch. What that now means is the federal government, well, if you and I were to look at the financial statements, we have no idea what they mean because they have decided as a matter of policies, a secret group of people by a secret process can take whatever portion of the financial statements they want private. Now, I would describe that as a coup d'etat, but here's what you need to understand. The Western democracies in the United States have been run with a two-pronged financial system. On one side, you have a private banks with the central bank, the Federal Reserve, who are managing monetary policy. On the other side of the house, you have an electorate voting for representatives who manage the tax flow and the credits that relate to that, so the treasury market. So you have this balance of power between the people and the bankers. And now what is happening under the guise of COVID-19 is the bankers have decided they no longer want to share power with the electorate or the people's representatives, and whether through FASB 56 or levering the governments up so they're deeply in debt, dependent on the central banks, the central banks have decided essentially to take over. And the ultimate sort of completion of this will be when they introduce digital currencies controlled and operated by the central bank. Why is that important? Because they won't be currencies now. They will be a financial control system. To implement that system, they need the vaccine passports. And the goal of the vaccine passports have nothing to do with health. They have to do with implementing a new digital financial transaction system, which is in essence complete control. So I call it a slavery system. Uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf said, vaccine passports are the end of human, human liberty in the West. And she's absolutely right. So when you say digital currencies, you know, I, at many of these events I, I've been speaking at, uh, many of my friends are, you know, big on Bitcoin or Ethereum saying, this is our way forward. This is how we set ourselves free. This is how we break free of those power mongers running the world. And it sounds like you're saying, no, that's exactly this, how they finish the death flow. This is not what the central bankers are planning. And I sent your staff a 56 second of the video of the Bank of International Settlements general manager, Karstens, explaining right. exactly what it meant. Okay, we've got it. Right. it. Yeah, let's play it. Let's okay. see what they said. Okay. Our analysis on CBDC in particular for the use of general, to the general use, uh, we tend to establish the equivalence with cash. Uh, and there is a huge difference there. Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who's using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. 
Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also, we will have the technology to enforce that. Those I mean, <laughs> right there, Aaron Russo, Rockefeller plan, get rid of cash, blockchain it, central bank currency. You know, that's why they have the war on Bitcoin. Um, brought through this vaccine passport on blockchain, and then they'll they'll introduce this this currency. So, but I'm not giving up on the cryptocurrencies because I do, I do think Monero, with its privacy, from what I've I've learned, is is pretty interesting. So, what do we have to do? Just some some advice or some thoughts is. And this goes for everything. Is they, they, these people are trying to centralize everything. Simply, we need to decentralize everything from food to making clothes, shelter, um, heating our homes with wood, whatever. You know, how do we how do we find ways? Maybe even live simpler. To decent, you know, like I said in a couple other videos, when you heard the word smart, anything, anything smart, smart technology is tracking. Right? They're they're going to track everything you do. Now, the only thing that I think is going to be a big fault of, of these cryptos or Monero um, is if the electricity is down, I'm assuming these things won't work, right? And so Catherine goes on from a local community standpoint, gold and silver, some rich families that are in certain towns, start, start using that and trading that today. And then lastly, during the Great Depression, my understanding is there were a bunch of currencies printed out by local communities. How do you ground something? How do you how do you put value on it? What, what's the asset it's backed by? You know, and I, I I thought this was interesting on how you know mining for Bitcoin and you know is one thing, but why not create a currency based on local labor? So if somebody somebody helps out fixing a road, you know their their verified labor allows currency to hit the, the marketplace. You just got to make sure the circulation is right and the values there. It's probably deep, much deeper than that. But what, what are the creative ways that these local communities can decouple themselves from this centralized control grid? I think it's going to be key. And with this vaccine passport, you better prepare if you're not going to take this vaccine that seems to have a bunch of nefarious elements to it. We'll get into it. A lot of people have covered magnets sticking to them and you know, one one doctor called it the clot shot with just the you know the the blood clots that are happening with people, and so you know I won't go into that there, but make sure you're in a place that you can survive and don't necessarily have to travel for a while, um, and ask for you know pray for for guidance from the Lord. You know, the good news I think in all of this, and what's exciting is we're in a time to save souls. You know, the Bible says that you're not going to be able to buy or sell unless you take the mark. And the key piece I should have put in here, if you take the mark, you're damned to hell. So don't take the mark. You need to fight from taking the mark. But you can see you can see the tech is, is coming, and it's right around the corner. So Scott with sjwellfire.com, uh, from a biblical perspective, news, teaching, and dreams, God bless.